and welcome back to the Focus 365 podcast. I am so glad to share this time with you and really talk about this topic of loyalty and disloyalty because it is something I'm very passionate about. It's something I've learned over and over again. Um, I definitely know what disloyalty is and also develop this desire to teach loyalty because there's so much um, depth in your relationship with Christ when you understand this type of loyalty not the loyalty that we know just being loyal to work just you know within life i'm talking about a deep loyal relationship just like how john was loyal to christ right he was the last disciple standing the bible says thousands used to come and watch the miracles then the bible says only hundreds used to come and listen to the sermons And from the hundreds, only 70 went two by two and were called to go and disciple. From the 70, only 12 committed, left everything to follow Christ. From the 12, only three were invited to the Mount of Transfiguration. And from the three, there was only one standing by Jesus Christ. And that was John, the disciple, the book of John. And that is loyalty. And this is where he says, I am the disciple whom Jesus loved. And I, man, I love John too. Somebody who sticks by you no matter what. So we are in the the third section. I'm sorry, the fourth section of 2 Timothy. um, And it's verses 15 through 18, only three verses. And uh, the verse 15 says, you know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me including Phygelus and Hermogenes. Now, the Bible never mentions these names again. They're only mentioned this one time. We don't really know what happened except that they deserted Paul. And this is Paul telling Timothy, hey, remember Phygelus and Hermogenes, these guys that were incredibly disloyal? We, he's using it not as gossip, but as a learning lesson. He's like, remember how wrong that was? Can you imagine? I always wondered like, man, to get your name in the Bible, like that's awesome, right? But to get your name in the Bible for something bad as a bad example, that's really bad. And also I, I think about, you know, never being known for anything, just this one thing of deserting God. And so I I take that even further and I take it with a higher perspective and I say, wow, you know, in a Christian walk, like we shouldn't talk about things and gossip, you know, it's just like, that's just such an unchristian thing to do. But here he's using these two as an example to say, hey, we live in a world where people do desert you. But Paul is writing a powerful letter to Timothy saying, stand strong. Even though that happened, Timothy, remember? And remember that time we were like, whoa, right? He's trying to stir up some strength within Timothy, not to make him weak, but to make him strong. So he's using this example. And we have these types of people in our own lives. Remember when that person deserted you? And remember, God didn't never desert you. He's always with you. So it's like, 
remembering in strength, not in I'm not good enough and woe is me mentality, but more so that, hey, I'm fine. And hey, wake up and nothing's wrong. And this is life. And there are those types of people. We hope to bring those people to Christ. But hey, I can't get everybody. But if we're all doing our part, you know, God at the end of the day is looking for a certain number. Jesus is available for the entire world. But you know what? People like Phygelus and Hermogenes make a choice. And these two made a choice and now we they are known for this choice and it's not fruitful they're never to be heard of again they made it to the bible but not the way you know you and i want to be known for right so people can desert you and that's not cool but just because it happens we shouldn't do that we need to be loyal in the faith that's number one in our spiritual applications for this passage is to be loyal in the faith. Number two is some people say God loves everyone. But although this is true, God gives us free will to choose him. So when a person rejects Christ, he or she is written off like Phygelus and Hermogenes. So the question is, are you a Phygelus or a Hermogenes? Well, no, you're here. You're listening to me. But do we know people like this? And did we give them too much attention and the things that those types of people said about you in your life, it kind of just slowed you down? So here we got Paul saying, look, I got experience in this area and it didn't stop me. Yeah, it really did happen, Timothy. And remember, Timothy, but we pulled it together. We shook it off and we just felt bad for them. And we're like, whatever, you know, we can choose to desert friends and God, but we're choosing not to do that. So we don't need to help um, with the excuses and the blame that people are already doing on their own. We just need to be the ones that are loyal, right? Even loyal to the disloyal. We're watching that happen and we're like, wow, it doesn't have to be this way. But we continue to pray. This is how we handle it. There's no other way to keep the sanity in our minds, in our heart, where it can stir up these emotions that are very painful. I know what they feel like. But to have this plan, to know if people like Phygelus and Hermogenes, like we're like, oh, they're out there. And they were like out there way before I even existed. This is a common thing. It's happened before. So it's not God attacking me or, or I'm being cursed by life. This is just like people, right? We all have an equal opportunity to take the time to get to know Jesus and choose Jesus, period. If somebody chooses Christ, that's a big deal because they have an option not to. So verse 16 says, may the Lord show mercy to the household of one is, one is forest. Not sure if I say that right. Because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. Oh, wow. So two, two guys were written off and then here's the one guy who made a huge impact and he says he's not ashamed of me so maybe the others were ashamed they're embarrassed oh no don't say this don't say that and he's like dude he's like he's all in too he was like wow i can't believe how strong you're such an inspiration for me right so this one sephora one sephora is a good example of someone who is loyal so Paul is telling Timothy, hey, 
This guy's not embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Remember the wonderful things that this guy did. Remember that time. Remember we were in awe and how much support we received from him. There are good people out there. And just because like every, every, with every two that burns you, there's one that's good. Even in the Bible, there's more that are showing people who are showing rejection versus the one who is committed. And the Bible says that there's a remnant few that get it. So do you get it? Then you're the remnant few. You're the one Sephorus. You're the one that's loyal to Christ. Like John, all the way through all the stages in life, never left his side. All we have to do, never leave his side. Be true, not be afraid of people and just, just trust and increase that sincere faith in Christ. So the spiritual applications for this verse is real relationships are special and are a blessing. Because when he's remembering this one Sephora's person who was a refreshment to him, was not ashamed of him, supported him, welcomed him, he thinks of that and says, man, I'm just going to keep going and find more nice people. They're out there. I'm not going to quit because to quit on me, just going to keep going. And number two is it's encouraging that there are good people out there doing it right. Living holy. Isn't that what Paul said in, in an earlier podcast? He said to, we are all called to live a holy life. So we're doing it. That's all we can do. And as we do it, we're going to experience people that desert us and people that don't, people that stand beside us. So we want to ask ourselves, what, who are we and what do we make law and our choices in life on how we want to be? Despite how people treat us, how do we want to treat people? Verse 17 says, on the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. He's still talking about one Sephora. He's saying, not only that, he is going out of his way to look for me. And I wasn't even looking for him. I wasn't even asking for it. And he's being overly nice to me. How many people are overly nice to you in your life, willing to search, to drive in traffic on Friday and seek you out, come to something that you're doing, promoting, or whatever. Not many, because we have all these excuses. But it's pretty cool, think about it, to be remembered by that person who just got, just went over all these obstacles, didn't even care, cared about doing the right thing, supporting, and being with somebody who's actually doing something, right? And have, seeing people do it is just, we want to encourage those that are doing it, right? And then the ones that aren't, we want to ask, why? Why aren't you doing it? So the spiritual application for this verse is, you know, we are to do everything that God is asking from us. So if we love and respect God and indeed treat others the same way that we want to be treated like wow if we really pull that off and really just think a little deeper about our experience and how somebody experiences us and then shares your name to somebody else in their life as something positive 
Or are you someone they never talk about because you've been written off because you've deserted someone or are you known to be desert, deserting people? This is not to condemn you. This is for you to just do is just think about it, chew on it and say, well, I've been that person. I've been both people. What do I want to be from this day forward? And what can I pray about to ask God to help me become more and more of this type of person like the one support? Verse 18 says, May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. Uh, you know very well in how many ways he had helped me in Ephesus. And remember, this is Paul talking to Timothy saying, you know, remember what you know. You know who was there for you. You know who wasn't. But let's bring it to Jesus. Jesus is always there for you. You know, if you remember He's never left you. You're the one who actually probably maybe stepped away from the faith, but Jesus never steps away from you. He's, he's focused on us 365, right? So remembering Jesus is where we find hope and strength. That's the spiritual application for this section. So this wraps up the fourth section of 2 Timothy chapter one, four parts to this chapter. And there's so much uh, spiritual applications in this chapter. I hope that you've taken the time to write it down or hear it over and over again, because this chapter alone can radically change your life. But if you are like me and you don't write that fast and it's like, oh, my life is too busy and you need my notes and you even want to go a step further and you need some action steps, I would request and love for you to visit focus365.com and become a member. You will get the PDF of the last four sections and it gives you the truth and dare questions for each section, which gives you the truth to help you meditate on something on where you are with your walk in Christ. And also the dare the dare is to challenge you to, to dare yourself to make a difference, make a change in your life with, with guidance, little by little. Check it out if you want my notes at Focus 365 Academy. They're all there for you, all my highlights, all my notes, and also the truth and dare challenge questions. For those of you looking for life coaching and wanting to apply God's word in your life and not forget everything I just said, I hope that you are a member and I'll see you soon on the live call if, you're, if you are. Um, until then, I'll see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, many blessings.